Good morning, Matt, from New Orleans. I am um, uh, Glenn. Lovely to see you. You're in New New Orleans at a conference, not having fun. Well, maybe you are having fun. Um, but you put out you put out the PEA numbers on the open pit um, portion. So I'm sorry to interrupt your um, your presentations, but I wanted to get your uh, well. I just want to hear firsthand. How do you feel about the PA that you've put out? Well, well, we feel absolutely fantastic, man. I came on this show a long time ago. First drill hole, 100th drill hole, 300th drill hole was always to get to that resource and then economics and then build a mine. We, You know our track record. It's all we've ever done in Mexico. We're going to do it again here with Tiger. The PA, listen, remember, this is a time, a line in the sand in time. 176 million silver equivalent ounces last week or two or three weeks ago when I was on here delivered. This is only 80 million of that in the open pit. We put the economics around. Talk about the underground a little bit, but we couldn't be more pleased. 287 million uh, USD is is a a beautiful number for our NAV. When you look at it, 56% IRRR. But this is just like I I don't want to make people think too much about this. This is simple. This is as simple as mine building and extracting metal gets in the world. Low capex, payback in 1.7 years. I mean, over life of mine, 12 years really, uh, 455 million USD um, after tax cash flow, $800 costs, $10 on silver. Buddy, they don't come better than this one. Remember the first two years, zero strip. Next two, uh, after that, two to one, like, Recovery is eighty percent. It's it's a dream. That's all we can say as miners. Okay. Well, so, so talk to me about the simplicity of it because you've you've used a very simple MPV five number on this thing. The capex suggests it's simple. Um, you know, at, at fifty nine million bucks, um, which includes you know nearly eight million bucks of contingency. That's right. Who, who's put this together? You know, ha- have any of the uh, projects that they have done studies on got into production? I think we talked about the gentleman the last time, Francisco Abele. I, I think I think that I didn't put this together. I'd like to say I'm smart enough for that, but he put it together. Remember who Francisco is. He's the guy who 25 years has been the expert building open pit heat bleaches in Mexico. The last 12 before I poached him from Argonaut this summer, he was in charge of all of their projects. Go, go do the history on this one. I'm going to tell the readers, go look. Go look at Patala. Permitted, build it, ran it. Big heat bleach in Mexico. Go look at El Castillo. Permitted it, built it, and uh, uh, ran it. He says, maybe not for size, that fellow is the guy who put this together. And he says, best pit he's seen in Mexico's career. That's a big statement. Maybe not the biggest, but the best for what it is. Think about it. It's, it's, it's a cash flow generating machine. And you're moving not that much metal. And you're making money. I want a mine that's going to make money. I told you that a long time ago. This is a mine. I don't want to move a bunch of rocks and not make money. I don't have to spend $250 million on CapEx. 59 Real simple. First two years are so easy. Zero strip, 0.95 on gold. And it, look, you, you, you get that thing through the crusher, you get it out on the heap, and you get that into the metal crawling, and, and the metal comes out. It's, it's as simple as it gets. And I don't want to oversimplify that, but... Underground, that's one animal. This is simple. Cost okay, so the, so the open pit is just part of what you're doing. Yes, there's the open ground, 
component, but you, you also haven't sort of drilled off the extent of the ore body yet. So is it a case of head down, get this thing, um, move, move the pit component forward and, and say, save your cash? Or how are you going to come out of this? Because there's a lot so, to do. So Matt, it's tough out there. I'm going to talk about that right now, okay? Uh, we've been doing this for 25 years. I told you this before, too. No one ever believes this. We just keep delivering everything I tell you. I hope everybody's checking the boxes. And we're going to talk about more we're going to deliver here, too. Tough, tough, tough. There's no money. I'm here in New Orleans. There's lots of people. Guess what? I'm, 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 we're still looking for the buyers because no one's buying. As far as financings on the street right now, if you don't have any money, you're not getting any for a while. I got 21 million bucks in the bank right now. We can keep going. We were strategic in planning that because we don't care what the price does. We don't care what the sentiment is. Drill holes, get the ounces, move it to economics, make a build decision and build it. That's what we're going to do here. But back to what else we have. But what else we have ties into this. This is the money generating machine in a market that's really tough when we get this in production. It's going to allow us to ta tackle the big prize. This is beautiful. This is step number one, first 80 million silver queen ounces. Remember, I delivered another 90 million in the underground just in September. Um, we're going to keep pushing ours and getting more. Some The smart people would have saw and read the MRE when it was published Monday of this week. They would have saw an expiration target put in by PE, our independence, of 75 million silver queen announcing targets just around the mine. Just got to go drill it. And this will be the, the machine that generates the cash to go after that big prize. This is a world-class asset. This will be the start. Okay, so the so how much more work do you need to do before you can get to an FID, given the simplicity of what you've got in front of you? So what we have right now is we, you know, this, you're seeing the reports right now. You're seeing the, the, the fruits of 18 months of labor by the team to give you that resource and then to give you basically the economics on the pit, which are exceptions, exceptions. That being said, we started months and months ago for the next step because you never stop. Luckily, we have the money to do it. So the pre-feasibility study is the next step on the pit. Call that April. We'll be back talking about that. And uh, four drill rigs are turning on the mountain. You're going to see drill results coming from them soon. Because when you're drilling your geotechnical and you're drilling all your metallurgical holes to finish the pre-feasibility, you're also getting results. They're going to be exceptional. Wide, wide benches in this thing. You're going to see some of that coming. Golder have already been on site, done all their work. So all of that will churn. Um, and by April of this year, we'll have that pre-feasibility ready. And we'll be back talking about it. Call that of the 21 I have left, $6 million. So I should finish that with 14, 15 million in the bank. And at that point, and, and I'm going to say this because I've been getting a lot of pushback on this. And I'm going to bring it up because I want to kind of not cut people's legs out from under them. We've been doing this for a long time. I expect that basically by the time I get to April, that I will have the 59 million, which is an is the number, Francisco's number, not my number, to build this lined up. We'll make the decision to build. We already have the permit for the 800 tons per day. We filed Francisco and the team filed the LBLAs filed the amendment for that in July that I hope to have that in hand by then. And then we're going to build the next, very profitable, in record time, 90, 12 months, silver mine of the planet. And you can count on one hand how many there are in the world. 
I know I'm seeming confident here, but that's what we're going to do. No, that's fine. That's fine. No, we can hold you to it. It's all good. Uh, yes. Uh, we'll be talking in April. I know that. Told... So I've got to be careful what say, I say. I... Exactly. And you can come back and tell me. I told you so. But look, um, here's, the, here's the thing that's um, what's in- interesting to me. It's obviously, I guess, the kind of low capex and the fact that it's very quick to revenue will make it a- a- attractive to funders. Not just not just the debt guys, but m- maybe alternative financing guys as as well. So, you, you know, if you can do that, I, I do believe you that can raise that money. It's not a bunch of not a bunch of money. The payback's really quite quick. Here's the thing that interests me in terms of the reaction to the market was sort of negligible. Like they shrug of the shoulders, and maybe because you've got cash, so much cash in the bank, in a meaningful way, it doesn't really matter to you. But ideally, you want people to understand what it is that you got and why it's important. So you would say to them, what, here's what you're missing, guys. So what is this, here's what you're missing, guys? Look, and I'm not in any way going to put this on, on the market, but this is on the market. Matt, no, no, there's only sellers right now. There's no buyers. They're going to come back. And when they come back, we're going to be what they want because we're not going to have parked for two years and just sat there and said, well, I just got to keep the lights on. We're going to be the time when it does turn what we always do, the only way. You think of what my market cap is right now. And you think about, look look at the 400 million Canadian. I'm at 60 or 70 million market cap. If I'm trading at 0.3, which I should be as a developer in any type of market, then I, this is a, it's almost a triple from where we are right now. When I get that permit and we start building, I'll be 0.5. And when I finish, I'll be one times that. People should do the math on that and go, it won't matter what the market thinks. So for me right now, I'm not saying I don't care because I have shareholders and I want them to make money and they see such good news. It's really hard. The team puts out what we couldn't have done any better here. You don't get your rewards. Now. I'll get my rewards in April and I'll get my rewards as the first floor when we get this thing built. Um, and that's when the shareholders who enter now and are willing to come along for the trade. There's a trade coming in silver. Is it tomorrow or the next day? I think it's a little further out than that, but we've got the money to do our work and finish the job. Okay, and and, and so, and so one, one final one, which was, I should have covered off the last interview, which was, okay, permitting for the underground, permitting for the open pit, permitting for the mill, where, where are we? Remind well, me. Well, I have, I have already have a permit for the underground for an 800 ton per day mill uh, uh, in place, and, and I want to explain to people why we think this is the case. Look, I'm not going to pull any wool over anybody's eyes. If I was applying right now, and this is the difference what people have to think. If I was applying for a new open pit heat bleach permit from scratch right now, I will tell you, I do not think in my opinion from my experience in Mexico, I would get it until after the election and into next year when there's a transition power. I will say that. That's that's my position. I have already an 800 tons per day permit, I, which is approved. With that comes the barrel crawl, and with that comes all of the, the, the usage of cyanide. We have applied for an, a, a, an amendment to that permit. That's what we're waiting for. I need to have it by April. I hope so. We're working on it. I feel good. There we go. I'm going to let you get back to uh, pressing the flash and walking the streets. So I'm going to go through this us. entire. I want to go through this entire show. And there's probably a thousand people here. See if I can find those three buyers that are up there. <laughs> Do you know what, I, I, Glenn? You, you, you Jess, and I know you're in a lucky position uh, more than more than most there. Beaver Creek was the same. I think at what I'm hearing, the conferences, the buyers are just not showing up at the moment. 
So there's a lot of conversation with shareholders, which is great, but come on. But, but come Matt, on. Matt, I'm, I've got to close it on this. You have to manage your business well out into the future and you have to be strategic. We took a financing led by BMO, I think, in February, 18 million USD and put it in the bank. We didn't like what we saw on the horizon, so we pulled that trigger. That was very strategic. That wasn't a fluke that that happened. And now today, in the market we're in, I mean, we know we've already won. The share price will reflect that. But anyone who understands this business knows we've won. Economics, more coming, more ounces coming. It's We feel great. Sentiment will come back. And when it does, I hate to say this, the tiger will run. <laughs> Well, I, I, this is a fair point you make. I think, you know, I, there's an old adage, certainly in banking days, my banking days, which was, you know, take the money when it's there because you just don't know what's around the corner. So, look, um, great to hear from you. We'll, uh, good luck for the next couple of days and we'll speak to you real soon, okay? Thank you.